my story this morning, I've never actually told this story before, um, that my whole future was changed by an ashtray. You interested? An ashtray. I was 22 years old and uh, I had put in an application with American Airlines two years earlier and found myself unemployed. I was living in San Diego and I got a postcard and it said, uh, we'd like to interview you for a job. I forgot what job I'd applied for with them, but I was in need, so it was up in L.A. So I, I've told part of this story before. My grandmother, whom I was living, I wasn't living with her, but I was living in the same area, uh, she dropped me off at this place and then went on to see some relatives in another part of L.A. What I found was hundreds of people, uh, and they were had, uh, I believe, 60 openings, and there were a 1,000 people there. I thought, I'll never get this job. And they had us take this big math test. Oh, my God, math is my worst subject, you know. I thought, I'll never get this. And all the answers clicked at the last minute. I thought, ooh, there must be the Holy Spirit's at work in this. Okay, so I passed that test, and they called me back for a second interview. And I wanted that job, you know. And she sits down. This lady, I can still see this. Whole futures depending on this moment. She said, have you ever sold anything? I had sold, uh, you know what I sold? Snacks at the snack bar at the, at the football games in high school. <laughs> that was it. So I said, yeah, I've sold things. She said, she threw an ashtray at me. She said, sell me this ashtray. Sell me this ashtray. And my entire future was riding on that ashtray. <laughs> and you know what I thought to myself? What does she want to hear? I don't smoke, right? But everybody in my family does. And I, I put myself, I became a smoker at that moment. And I sold her that ashtray. And I got the job. And uh, I thought of that story, actually, I, I had a couple things in mind for this, for this reading this week, but I think one of the keys to understanding this, this gospel is that we're in a hiring interview right now. None of this belongs to us. Uh, as Christians, we have the privilege of hearing the owner's manual that God gave us in these last 2,000 years, and the church to help us interpret it, that we are now in a world that is temporary. It looks very real. Some people make a God out of money. They're going to be very disappointed because it's going to fail them one day. Money can only buy so much. It can't buy health in the end or happiness or eternal life. It gives us pleasure along the way, and the Lord's not condemning that. In fact, he encourages us to use wisely the things of the world. He doesn't want us sitting on our rear end doing nothing. But at the same time, he tells us, I will be watching how you use these little things because one day I'm going to give you something that is permanent and lasts forever. He tells this story about a dishonest steward, not to encourage us to be dishonest, but he says, people of the world use the things of the world more intelligently than people of light. There's no uh, honor... You know, these days, I've talked about this before, that same era that I got the job, uh, you know, it used to be that you could put your money in a CD or something and get 18% interest. Anybody remember that? 
My mother used to bellyache because she would buy these T-bills. They were two years, 18% interest. She said it's too little. I wish she bought a 30-year bond. That would have been nice, but she didn't. But to invest in something paying 0.005%, there's no, there's no courage in that. There's no good investment in that. We have to take risks if you expect to get a return. And that's what our Lord would tell us. I have certain things that God has given me. I don't have the same ones you do. Some have more talent than others. Some have more wealth. Some will have longer lives. Some of us have more opportunities. But all of us are called to use what we have for the glory of God. And stewardship involves many things. Uh, It involves uh, the time I spend with my family. Am I charitable? Uh, Am I, how do I, do I pray every day? That's a different equation for everyone. Um, I pray probably more than than most because I have to, I ask God every day, I have the divine office that I, I say as a priest, but I also ask God for assistance, you know, in what to say on Sunday or in every day of the week. And and the Lord speaks one way or another. But to me, it comes down to, well, I recognize my opportunity when God offers it. We are already eternal beings living in a temporal world. And all that's going to change at death is where am I going and what place am I going to have? And that's why our Lord says, use what you have to win friends for yourself so that when it comes to an end, you will have friends uh, that are eternal. Part of that means, for example, if you have relatives that have died, do you ever pray for them? You know, I have a mass intention on the altar. It's often somebody that's died, but not always. But all of us can remember somebody in our family. I'm always remembering my family at mass. I have a lot of people that have died, and I know they pray for me, and I get insights from them. And they will be ready to welcome me. If I've tithed, whether at St. Edward's or at some other thing, uh, those are my investments. That's going to pay off. What I can't do everything in this world, but when I give something in money or time, I go out to the booth, for example. Octoberfest, this is the last day. Um, that's going to pay a dividend in this world and the world to come. Um, when I tie this thing, it's everything that we do. You're an investor here. Uh, one of the things that, that we have is a mortgage. Uh, you know, we're paying off the building here. I'm on the building commission. Um, I think I've told... I think I've told you, Father Pat McNamee of Happy Memory, for some of you, caught me in a a weak moment and asked me if I'd be on that committee. And then I got a letter from the bishop that said, you are now appointed for three years. I thought, praise you, Jesus. (laughs) But it's turned out to be a really interesting committee. I'm seeing what's being built by all the churches in the diocese. And one thing I have learned in three meetings is that churches can't afford a building like this anymore. So we were very fortunate. Yes, we went into debt, but we couldn't build it now. And I said, do we thank God enough for the graces that we have received? I know I don't. But you and I are living in a world where God's going to hand you an ashtray. I didn't own the ashtray, and you know what? That that place is gone. I'm going to actually go to an airline reunion in two weeks. I get lots of stories out of those places. I like to go back and plumb the depths, you know. But I traded that in for something better. And that's why I'm a priest today. But I don't think I would have said yes to the priesthood if I hadn't won that ashtray that day. 
I had the opportunity to leave that after 10 years, and I took that opportunity. But life is one opportunity after the other, and if we miss one, there's another ashtray coming. This is what this world is. We have to put everything back at the end. You know, we get to use it, but the world belongs to God. Uh, he's the owner, and he wants to see, he says, you know, money, let's face it, money is not always honest. You know, a lot of people have it that they shouldn't have it. Many don't have enough. Some cheat their, their employers. Uh, you know, one of my bosses, law off the subject, but I had the chance to thank him four years ago when I went to one of these airline things. He said, you know, he said, if, if, if you didn't have uh, people representing you, meaning employee things, he said, you would be working part-time, minimum wage, no benefits. And, you know, I think in these days, a lot of people don't get enough money. Some people have too much, some have too little. God's going to straighten it all out. Whether we have a lot or a little, what did I do with it? There's going to come a time, if I've cheated people, God notices. If I've been generous, God notices. It's all a hiring interview. And we have heard the owner's manual, and uh, when God hands us an ashtray, he wants us to sell it. Uh, everything is an opportunity. All of it is to be used for God, for our families, for the benefit of others. Tithing, uh, to me, I've tithed for many, many years now. It's, it's, I learned that that's the best investment in a portfolio that you can have. It's the one thing that will never stop paying interest. And it just compounds and never stops. And God's going to hand every little single thing, time or sacrifice we've done for our families, it's all going to be handed back to us. Nothing has been missed by God. Um, it's a wonderful thing to realize. And if we blow it, God always forgives us. So we thank God for the graces that we have received, and we ask him to make, help us to recognize the opportunities that he sends us, even if it's an ashtray.